Hello, my name is TJ and I'm one of the voices behind the Geek Sweat podcast. This is a special message regarding the next episode which is being recorded out of sequence during the coronavirus lockdown in the UK. Now, in response to the government daily briefings and general health and safety requirements for the pandemic, the Geek Sweat podcast team are practicing social distancing for this recording in an attempt to create new segments and continue sessions from our respective homes via a joint video call while we aim to minimise the risk and the spread of the infection from COVID-19. As such, we are working in the absence of our esteemed sound engineer, Giovanni Bastianello, aka Neo Geo, and we hope that you can bear with us and any changes in the audio quality from what you may be accustomed to earlier thank you for listening we hope you enjoy the episode welcome to the geek sweat podcast we We watch watch films films to save you hassle it's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you i am tj and we will be bringing you hot topics in the film industry inspiration interviews with imdb listed filmmakers review sweat on online series as a stream trailer talk on upcoming feature films and cult tv perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting between your ears and our voices we take this opportunity to make the most of our podcast technology from Castbox a new app that's available via Android for your podcast and entertainment needs. It's the one-stop shop for taking your podcast on the go. Buongiorno, freaks and geeks, and welcome to another episode of Geek Sweat. You do the geeking and we'll do the sweating. You are now tuned in to episode 114. Nothing significant about those numbers, they're just numbers. Uh, So you are now... uh, Are all numbers just numbers? (laughs) <laughs> but there might be something significant about them but never mind <laughs> um this is an episode of review sweat and we will be reviewing a very very special and high budget tv program but before i explain that let me first welcome um the lovely co-presenters that will be joining me on this exploration of a a, a very class series if I don't say so myself uh, I'm firstly joined by uh, someone I haven't seen in, in a very long time and I was starting to worry that he was avoiding me because he wasn't on any episode I've been on I, I was avoiding you and then the lockdown came along and it made it much easier so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so <laughs> oh this is okay I never have to tell him yeah and here he is this, this is Stephen Cody everyone hi Stephen how are you right, I'm okay yeah yeah how comes yeah, it still so? How comes this is still so bright behind you? How did how did you make that happen? I, I, I'm I'm in, I'm actually in New Zealand. <laughs> that makes sense that you're on the other side of the hemisphere. That is, unless you're like thirty that's minutes in the past. That's, that's forty minutes in the past almost. And uh, right next to Stephen on my screen, at least, is the lovely and flagrant Jamie. Flagrant, yay! Yeah. Hi guys. Welcome, welcome back, Jamie. Welcome. I'm good. It's good to be back. Yeah, it, it seems like you've become a almost a staple part of uh, Geek Sweat um, because yeah. you are the the lone female voice. It seems like Trevor wants you in every single episode. I Just... feel like I'm being singled out because, like, you know, it's like I'm being singled out here. Yeah, like you thought you had been furloughed from work, but yeah, um, <laughs> Trevor had other plans for you. Clearly. I know, it's just like, keep me on, man, keep me yeah. on. Work her to the bone. Um, 
so thank you again, guys, uh, for joining me. Um, so we are going to be reviewing uh, Gangs of London. Um, and for those uh, listening and watching, no, this is not the 2006 computer game for the PSP. This is actually the new TV series, high budget TV series brought to you by the uh, writer slash director of The Raid and The Raid 2. His name is Gareth Evans, which is the most Welsh name uh, I've ever heard in my life. And I think um, he could be related to you, uh, Stephen, in terms of you being Celtic cousins. Um, any, any, any? I mean, yeah, that, that, that is a possibility, I, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> twice removed three times removed five times removed yeah <laughs> my, my sister did our family tree and like every single person in our family was born and died in cornwall so jesus so you gotta yeah. move back i'm gonna try and be the first people ever in our family not to die in cornwall jesus <laughs> how, how many generations that, that does that go back quite far i mean as far as she could kind of go with the like the records that she is looking at and yeah everyone but um wow i I, I don't know how what to do with that information i'll I'll process it in a minute so um uh, by my reckoning Stephen, you haven't seen uh gangs of london because no no i haven't and that's because you don't like anything with violence people or london in it I don't like gangs. I don't like London. I don't like of. <laughs> Brilliant. So obviously, this is not the show for you, uh, Jamie. You have seen it, isn't it? I have. I have seen it. You watched the full series. I did very, very quickly. I, I, I can't remember much of it anymore. But I really? It. Yeah. Like, so you're trying to tell me that the the show didn't leave a, a mark on you? No, it didn't. It did for me because it was extremely violent. Um, but then again, you I... know what you, you say? I mean, a lot of people say it was really violent, but actually, when I, you know, just from what I saw, I didn't think it was that that much in there. I mean, yeah, there were some scenes that were quite brutal, but in terms of overall, you know, percentage, there wasn't that much violence in it. Jesus, you got a high tolerance for violence, uh, Stephen. You, you were going to say something. It was, yeah. Um, yeah, is it like the Warriors? So they all dress up in different kind of costumes. So you've got the baseball gang and the mime gang and the girl gang. I, <laughs> and, I, uh... <laughs> I wish it was that flamboyant. So let me just give you a quick overview. Uh, I so previous because I know nothing about this. So you can fill me in here. Excellent. Uh, so it's set in the heart of London, obviously the clues in the title and it's, based in a multicultural and dynamic London, which you would think London is anyway. And it, it's based around international gangs in London and they have a crime syndicate almost. So you've got people from uh, Pakistan, you've got a Pakistani gang in there. You've got, uh, oh, where was that gang from? Let me just it's check. Gang, sure. There was a Chinese gang too. Very Chinese, very, very Chinese gang. You've got a Kurdish uh, gang um, Albanian Albanian gang yeah Albanian and you had um, 
Welsh travellers. Never knew there was Welsh travellers. Yeah. Travellers with Welsh accents. That blew my fucking mind. And, um, well, obviously, there's what, what, what would out would be Welsh. Everywhere. No, but Welsh, like travellers with Welsh accents. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, quite you, rural. Wales is quite rural. But tra- no, tra- no, no, you're not listening to me. Travellers. <laughs> Like, you know, that like Irish travellers, but just yeah, with yeah. Welsh accents. Yeah. Yeah. They just travelled around Wales, obviously. That's... Yeah. But that, that doesn't shock you. That doesn't surprise you at all. No, no, not really. No. Wow. I, I was absolutely bamboozled. But anyway, so you've got Welsh travellers and you've got a, a, a gang <laughs> led by an Irish dude and a black dude. Well, hit the black dude was more his number two. And the reason the Irish guy and the black guy... Uh, I'm going to do slight spoilers. But anyway, the reason the, the Irish guy oh, and the black... Don't, don't worry. Say, say <laughs> that again, repeat care. that. He doesn't care because he's not going to watch it. Watch it so don't worry about spoilers. <laughs> okay. But he <laughs> that's, wants that's... to inspire you to watch it. That's the that's... whole point. Okay, yeah, let's, let's see if you can convince me to watch it. <laughs> okay, so... That the, the stars of the uh, so okay the main gang the main gang is headed up by Irish dude and his lieutenant is a black dude and the reason and they they're older guys so they're in their sixties by the time this is being aired and the reason they came together was because of in the eighties it said no blacks uh, no Irish no dogs on the pub so they they, they form. <laughs> yeah so they and they have a dog. a dog it's like a tri- triple leadership yeah the, the dog's the third in command so if the first two get killed the dog starts barking orders at everyone so um so that's when they formed their union uh once uh yeah once, once those signs and they became the most prolific gang international gang in europe and um it so we 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 entered this series with the Irish dude being assassinated. And obviously they, they, they give DLs throughout the series about why he was assassinated, but this assassination uh, starts off a chain reaction whereby there's a power vacuum in the syndicate and the, the, the Irish guy's son, who is played by Joe Cole, um, not the football player, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, not the football Because <laughs> I was thinking, oh shit, Joe Cole. He's became a, <laughs> since retiring, he's become an actor. But no, safe to say it's another Joe Cole. And um, he comes back and he says, everything stops while I find out who assassinated my dad. And he puts on the worst posh accent I've ever heard in my life, whereby I almost didn't make it throughout the whole, well, make it through the nine episodes because his posh accent was so viscerally, viscerally, viscerally annoying to my ears. I mean, it, yeah, it ruins me for for large chunks of this show. Um, this, this is a fiction, right? It's not based on a true story. No, no. That, that, this is this is the brilliance of this because um, I don't know how much you know about uh, Gareth Evans, but he 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 wrote and directed the Raid One and the Raid Two, which is set in Indonesia. And I think I I owe an apology to Indonesia because <laughs> I believed 
Indonesia was that violent because of the raid one and the raid two. But now, <laughs> seriously, yes, yes. <laughs> so now I just realised that Gareth Williams just likes gratuitous violence for no reason. So yeah, it's Indonesia. I, I owe you an apology. Uh, you are not like that, thank God. And I might even raid visit. one and two had more violence than Gangs of London. Oh, but they were big budget films, though. Mm. Yeah, and um, probably why I'm so desensitized, and I didn't think there was that much. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what type of films you like to watch, and obviously the video games have a lot to do with it. (laughs) But that's what I was thinking. Like some of the the scenes in Gangs of London really left a uh, left a mark with me. Um, So. Is it because it's closer to home, though, rather than you're detached from it? No, I just... uh, Go on, Stephen. My my parents are Christians, and if they're watching TV, you know, if there's a sex scene, it's uncomfortable. If someone swears, it's like, oh, no. But violence, they all put up with any old violence. I mean, the most, the worst kind of violence you can possibly imagine. And that's fine. They're going to sit there happily taking that all in. It's kind of weird. Oh, but but you seem to affect you more. Yeah, no, seriously. Like, uh, uh, it, the, the, another film that affected me was I. It was like eight months ago. I finally got round to watching The Passion of Christ, and I realized <laughs> why I should never ever watch a film like that. The the violence and the screaming in that film, just like I was like, Jesus, why? The, the, the only scene that's ever really affected me like that is the famous scene from um, American History X. The pavement biting scene. Yeah, don't know. I can't even watch that film because of that scene. It's only you don't even see. Uh, anyway, I know I can't. I can't. That, that's the only thing that <laughs> I think about it often, and I can't. I gotta get it in my head. It's, it's so visceral. It's that that yeah, like, yeah. is so visceral. Yeah. So with gangs of London. Um, so yeah, get back to Gareth Williams. Uh, Gareth Evans. Even Gareth directed two of the episodes. It was created by him. Yeah, he directed two of the episodes. It was created by him. And I think the reason... And when you watch each episode, a lot of money was put behind them. I don't care what anyone says. Like, in terms of uh, the the green screen or whatever, a lot of money was put behind uh, each episode. And I think the only reason he got uh, that opportunity is because of how well the Raid 1 and 2... Uh, like the reception it received internationally and it's such a shame that like british um filmmakers and actors have to go outside the uk to be recognized here you saw that with idris elba when he went and did um the wire in america and then that was when they decided to give him luther on the bbc and you see it with gareth evans he has to go and do the raid one and two and actually, the only thing i hate about gangs of london is that i don't think we're going to get the raid free because I think he's going to be so settled back in the UK, and I really wanted to see that. But, um, yeah, that's just my personal take. Uh, What's that so weird, though, that, that you – did you enjoy Raid 1 and 2? Yes. Because that, to me, was more violent, because that was violence start to finish almost. It was kind of like 90% um, violence, fighting and, you know, people getting killed or slaughtered or being shot or being cut up or, you know, being killed in, like, very, very entertaining ways, you could say, or very kind of creative ways, whereas, like, this one here with Gangs of London, you know, you had your usual shoot-up, 
you had your your barb rules. For me, it wasn't that disturbing because the the you know the, the violence was kind of maybe it was because it was well spaced as well. But I'm surprised you liked um, Raid One and Two because for me that was violence. You know, for the majority of the film. Uh, no, no. I, I now that you've just said that, I, I think um, my uh, my racism is ruining its its ugly head. Like, uh, I guess in the raid one and two, people that were getting killed didn't look like me <laughs> or sound like me. <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> Sadly, oh. <laughs> but yeah, like um, in 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 gangs of London, like it was like black and white people getting killed and like people that I'm probably friends with. I'm like, oh shit, this is kind of, this is kind of brutal. And absolutely, this is my problem <laughs> and nobody else. Is. Um, so I've just seen here that it's been compared to Peaky Blinders. I've never watched Peaky Blinders because I hate. Well, he wasn't person. the guy who plays Sean Wallace. He was from Peaky Blinders, wasn't he? What Joe, Joe Cole, was he in Peaky? Oh, oh yeah. He said he, uh, oh, he said he left Peaky Blinders because yeah. the show belonged to the other guy. I don't know who the star of Peaky Blinders is. But um, yeah. Here in article Murphy. Um, you know, the good looking Irish guy. Have you watched Peaky Blinders, Stephen? No, no, I won't have anything to do with people from Birmingham. Yeah, no, neither will I. Uh, absolutely. So, uh, is that C- Cillian Murphy? His name is. Um, yeah, I, I like the. I think I actually think it's Killian. Killian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, Killian Murphy. Just butchered another Irish name. Um, <laughs> Here's the thing. I won't have nothing to do with Peaky Blinders because I hate the Brahmi accent as well and I'll never ever return to Birmingham. So it's been it's been compared to... I speak tongue-in-cheek but you you carry on. No, I'll be dead serious. Like (laughs) I don't like Birmingham whatsoever. Uh, But yeah, it's been in terms of premise, violence and scale. But obviously we know Peaky Blinders it's set in like the 19... I want to say 50s? I think earlier than that. Yeah, 20s. Oh, 1920s? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I thought they had cars and shit. They had cars yeah, in the 20s. They were cars in the 20s. Did they? Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's shocking. Great Gatsby. <laughs> it's in the 20s. Was that, I thought that was the 30s. The Great Gaps, Gatsby. 2030. Oh, okay. No, you learn something new every day. Okay, so, yeah, it's been compared to that. Obviously, a different time period. Um, so, it's nine episodes. So, it's not quite... 10 i don't know it's just a weird number for a series i don't know why you'd stop at nine episodes some of eight yeah no i i i like i like square numbers myself like like i mean not square numbers but you know even numbers like finishing on nine is just a weird number i don't know why they did that uh obviously artistic choice seinfeld finished after nine seasons because it was um jerry's lucky number Ugh, jerry seinfeld okay um <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm just letting all my prejudice seep out. Um, so well, I, here's, here's an interesting fact I found out about um, Peaky, uh, no, not Peaky Blinders, <laughs> Gangs of London. Um, <laughs> most, so most of the black actors are actually Shakespearean actors. So they used to tread in the boards saying like words for Shakespeare and there is a fucking, uh, 
violent, ultra violent uh, uh, action thriller set in action crime drama set in London. And um, there is in Shakespeare, Titus Andronicus, the title character boils up the um, the enemies. Um, what is it? Is their children and bakes them and puts them in a pie? That's sick. Um, Titus, that's Titus Andromedus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, thing is, like Shakespeare, like he, he, a lot of his plays were quite brutal, but yeah, also yeah. He, he, there was a lot of comedy in a lot of his um, work as well. So I mean, he was a bit of a. Hmm. I just thought I just thought that was interesting. Like they they had all these Shakespearean like black actors yeah. like in in the film because that's the thing. It is a very diverse. Uh, uh, cast that um, cast that you you get to see, which is really interesting. That 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 could only happen on a so ba- so basically it was it was purchased by Sky Atlantic, but I I watched it on Now TV. So it's quite interesting that it, it took something that with uh, the budget size behind it of Sky to bring such a diverse cast together, which I thought was. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed that, and um, is it I liked, good? Yeah, I liked I liked I liked this I mean, series. Is it genuinely good? Do you like it kind of ironically, or is it actually a, a good, a entertaining? No, I, <laughs> I I here's the thing: it was it, the pacing was good. I, I I didn't think I I at the end of each episode, I wanted to see the next episode, so that's always a good sign. The only thing that I found really irritating was the accent that. Joe Cole had to put on and obviously that wasn't his fault that was the script and brief he was given but I just found his his posh accent really jarring because you could tell he's just not posh so why make him do that um but if he's, a, he, he's an actor he's supposed to be able to play a character he's been given he, he, he didn't do his homework if that's the case yeah no he, he he the accent just was just jarring for me um I think everyone did a good job. Uh, everyone else did a great job in acting. Um, you, you had the plot of obviously the other co- undercover cop, which you always have to have an undercover police officer when you're dealing with big gangs. Cause otherwise, how would you bring them down? I don't know, doing police work, but who am I? Um, you had the seamless fight scenes. Like that's what I really enjoyed about this, um, this TV series is that everyone just knew martial arts and could like, string together some choreographed fighting, um, which definitely had uh, the fingerprints of um, Gareth Evans and the raid on it. And yeah, the single shot fights. It, it, was just, it was just good to see that they were bringing the big screen to someone's small screen. Um, but J- Jamie, did you want to uh, chime in uh, there? Um, well, you know, for, for me, I mean, it wasn't, in, in terms of the brutality, I've I've seen films and I've seen programs with worse brutality. So for me, it wasn't. It was neither here nor there for me. Like I wanted. The only reason I watched each episode was because I wanted to find out who killed the father. I, I wanted to find out who killed Finn Wallace. That was the only drive for me because. Quite frankly, I could very easily watch the first episode and watch the last episode and and be fine with it. Seriously? Yeah, I, I don't think I needed all the stuff in in between, but I only watched each one of them um, 
each you episode for, for the sake of this review, really. But I, for, for me, it wasn't, I, it wasn't something that I felt I could rave about and encourage other people to watch. It wasn't anything that I felt that needed to be put down either. For me, it was just run-of-the-mill gang series. Wow, you're harsh, man. <laughs> I, 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 wanted... I, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't in awe of it. I wasn't in awe of the cinematography. I wasn't in awe of the... Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Are you being serious right now? You, wasn't, you didn't like the cin- cinematography? No. You didn't like how it was filmed? No, I said I wasn't in awe. There's a difference. Okay, so it, 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 it's it's like okay, so so, so some, in some cinematography, in some films, it's like wow, I love the scenery, I love the backdrops, I love the way they took this shot, I love the way they did this angle. I didn't have that with with this. It it, it for me, it just felt run of the mill. Okay, filmmaking. Okay, so. I don't, it, it, what what did you think about the assault on that massive house in the countryside where um, those German people had to run up the um, the side of the house and jump through the roof and shit like that? You didn't you, you didn't like that for for a TV series? Did you not think that was really nice? Well, you see that on films a lot, don't you? So it's nothing new. <laughs> yeah, I know I know you see that in films, but this was all about bringing the film to the small screen. If you if you yeah, take it on that, in, I I don't make that differentiation. For me, you know, the screen is the screen, whether it's on the small screen TV box or the big screen, because anything on big screen tends to end up on small box, doesn't it? You are killing my vibe. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what about female characters? What are about they, female characters? Uh, um, are there um, good strong female characters? Are they? We've only heard yeah, about male. I, yeah, I think there are some um, strong female characters there. Yeah, um, the mother's pretty badass. Yeah, badass. so the, the Irish mother, um, the, the the widower, no, not the widower, the widow of the the, the killed um, gangland lord. She was she was quite good. She she had uh, quite a few strong performances, and she, yeah, she, she rolled she up her sleeves. Yeah, she was surprisingly brutal. You know, it took her a couple of what, two or three episodes to kind of warm up to you know to, to that kind of character because for prior to that prior to um the torture scene you just mm-hmm. she she was just kind of like the the woman on the side really wasn't she she was kind gangster's of, mole almost yeah, but i i think that was purposely done to show and, that um she was really like just as mean and as, as tough yeah, as yeah. her husband which was really cool so that was a nice twist i enjoyed that twist uh, they had the uh, the Kurdish woman as well. Um, she was she she was the militant who who mm. had her hands burnt, um, which she was a pretty cool um, uh, addition to the the cast. But um, trying to think who else, what other women there were, uh, and then I guess the other women were kind of just well, the assassin. You had the assassin, didn't you? Or just uh, to concentrate on a few characters. I think it, I think it's given an opportunity to, every, to to people you wouldn't 
necessarily see like like I, like I was mentioning the Shakespearean actors you would never see them on the screen so giving them a shot and I think everyone held their own in terms of their acting performances and, and prowess so I f- there was no heavy hitters well the, he- the only heavy hitter was the guy who got killed I can't remember I, I'm not going to try and pronounce his name um, but he <laughs> he was in some of the clips he, he's another Irish fella and um <laughs> I just don't want to butcher another Irish name, so I won't. But he was in, he played um, Miles O'Brien in Star Trek, uh, The Next Generation. And also he was in Deep Space Nine. Uh, but yeah, Comini? Is it my saying it? Comini. Yes, him. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that he was the biggest hitter in it so he was the most notable face and he wasn't even starring in it he was in flashbacks and obviously he got mm-hmm. killed in the beginning and, and stuff like that so yeah it, it i i like that i preferred it that they gave the shine to everyone else that wasn't uh a notable face yeah, and the, well the mother um forgotten her name now um she's got another irish name yeah um she was not she no, was sure. The, um, she was the mother Stark, wasn't she? Yes. Uh, oh God, Michelle, Michelle Fairley. Yes, Fairley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was the. She's, she's another hard hitter. I think you can probably call her a hard hitter after Game of Thrones. Oh, but then again, I didn't. I never watched Game of Thrones, so I couldn't comment on that. Ah, uh, okay. Um. So, did you want to add anything, uh, Jamie, to what I've? So actually, um, oh, you already said like you, you just like the you could have done without the in between seven episodes, and you could have just done with the first and last, which yeah. I think it, it just felt like it could have been just a really good movie rather than a what nine nine episode TV series. But I understand what you're saying about how it gives you know um, local actors a foot in the door, and I you know I and I can appreciate it for that. I really hope it has a second series. It like it's been set up as a second series, but I don't know if if it doesn't get the numbers that I think it deserves. It, it won't have a second series, unfortunately. But hopefully, uh, Gareth Evans is his 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 stock is so high that he could just force through through a second series, regardless of how popular it is on our our screen. So I'm really. I, I yeah I, I'm hoping for that uh, in, in essence, uh, Stephen. So after hearing all that information, is 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 um, Gangs of London something you would love to enjoy? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch every episode tomorrow. And <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> I, are you being serious? There or being? Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. I'm sorry, you. You failed to convince me. <laughs> That's not even that violent. Um, it yeah, is, I, I don't think it was. This idea of object of violence is, is, I don't know where this has come from, it's not actually true. It is because you, you, you only like the doctors that are nice and cuddly. You don't like the violent doctors like that, that guy who came after the reboot, the guy with the gun. What was his name? <laughs> I can't remember his uh, the first, the one before David Tennant, Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, yeah, you didn't like him. I did like him. Did you like him? Oh, yeah, I've got nothing against him. I've got nothing against violence 
Well, oh, okay. <laughs> Violence in film, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just, um, I'm not into, you know, it was like, okay, I, one of the things you, you used to try and convince me is about kind of like how cool the fight scenes were. The thing is, I'm not interested in fight scenes. As soon as a fight scene starts, I switch off, do something else, and wait until the fight scene is over, and I've, you know the person that's won the fight is good, so we can carry on in the story. So I, I don't, I don't get off on fight scenes. I, I, are you like a massive Quentin Tarantino fan? Do you like his films? Um, I li- yeah, I've, I've liked a couple. Yeah, it is uh, okay because he he's all about the di- he's all about the dialogue, even if the dialogue doesn't lead to anywhere. But it's not a binary choice, dialogue or, or violence. <laughs> <laughs> it is for me. You No sit on the fence. You either dare or hear. <laughs> Whose side? Pick a side. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, we didn't convince Stephen. I am heartbroken. But everyone else uh, listening out there should definitely go and give Gangs of London a, a, a try. Um it is on uh, Now TV, Sky Atlantic, and if uh, you're in America, HBO. Or uh, do we have Cinemax here in the UK? I don't, I don't know. It's the, it's the producer, isn't it? It's made by Cinemax. No, but I think it does screen in America. So it says it's a British American uh, venture. So I'm guessing they're going to screen it on um, HBO. Well, yeah, HBO Cinemax in in America. So they get to see what London's really like. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ever come to London again. (laughs) Well, uh, after what Donald Trump's saying about Sadiq Khan and everything, yeah, I don't think Americans want to come to London anymore. Um, Want to go to America anymore. (laughs) I don't think I'm ever going to go back to America the way they've been acting, but... um, yeah, that's for another episode, I guess. Um, trying to think, trying to think what other gangland. See, oh yeah, this is what the Lot Stock and Two Smoking Barrels TV series wanted to be, and mm. um, Lot Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Um, I, I I can't take that as a gangster film anymore because I think Gangs of London shows you what a gangster film should be like. I think it's just a. I, I see Lot Stock. And Snatch is just comedy action now, because I think... What, um, what about Gangs of New York? Did you see Gangs of New York? Yeah, but that was set in, like, the 1800s, wasn't it? When, um... Yeah, uh, so. if you're talking about modern day. Yeah. And, stuff. and I, 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 I just have this memory of Daniel Day-Lewis having a really a really weird speech before he wants to have a one-to-one fight with Leonardo DiCaprio that's been edged. It had, a, it had a really poor script. It was like, I mean, it was just an average script. It was not like a Tarantino, like a, sorry, it's called say script. And it's like everyone has given their all to it and it looked nice and everything. But it's just the script was really bog standard. If you watch it again, the script is nothing special at all. So wait, just, you liked Gangos, Gangs of New York? Uh, no, I didn't because I thought the script. I, I'd heard it. <laughs> he said it yeah. was nothing special. No, yeah, yeah. no. But what I thought he was going to say is that because everyone gave it their all, it still made it a good film, even if the, uh, even though the script was shit. It was. It was. It was just full of cliche. It was. Uh, yeah, it surprised me when I watched it. I thought Scorsese he would he would uh, um, you know he would be in charge of this. And uh, it was. Well, uh, 
did you ever see um, Departed? The Departed. I haven't seen The Departed. No. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm, tra- I'm trying to get. I'm trying to see what your what your tolerance rating is for like violence. My favourite Scorsese film is The King of Comedy. What about Goodfellas? You seen Goodfellas? Yeah, yeah, I quite enjoy. It. I mean, it's it's fun, but it's like a it's like Shawshank Redemption. It's like something you watch once and then that's fine. So here's the thing: if you liked Goodfellas, give Gangs of New York, I know Gangs of London, what talking about? Gangs of London, a try. Yeah, it's, I mean, what what sort of style is it in? I mean, is it kind of like is it trying to be kind of a realistic depiction of what? happened or is it well it's not realistic of course it's not realistic i don't i don't think london's that brutal but i for me it just sounded like a really long extended whodunit with you know occasional violence extended episode of cluedo but um (laughs) no but yeah (laughs) but you know but it it was a whodunit it was yeah absolutely and uh, again to your point it's not realistic because you would never be able to you would never be able to have a full-scale army shootout of a building and the police not be there to take you out with SO19s and stuff like that. So, yeah, they they had um, license to fabricate stuff a lot uh, in this. And um, certainly exaggerated. Oh, absolutely! Like there was, there was a scene where some guy was hanging upside down with gasoline poured in him. Oh, that was the um, opening scene. Yeah, the opening scene. Yeah, yeah, gasoline poured on him and then set fire to, and his body was expected to fall all the way to the ground, and no one get arrested for that. Are you fucking kidding me? But but here's here's what's funny is that he was screaming through the entire thing. But yet, in real life, if you were engulfed by flames, you wouldn't be able to scream because that oxygen. Well, also the first inhalation would have burnt all of your insides anyway because it would have been so hot. He wouldn't be able to scream as long as he did. And that's part of the science that I hate in films and TV is just not realistic. I think, think, actually, you know what? I think we've hit on something. I think the absurdity of some of it is probably why what you consider, you know, extreme extreme violence for me is just comedy. Jesus. (laughs) I laugh at your science. In your hyper-violent gangland criminal no, drama Honestly. I it's, laugh it's, at your science. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just like watching horror movies. It's like, you know, you do something stupid. And it's like, well, you deserve to die, mate. <laughs> for God's sake, Jamie, stop bringing logic to fiction. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm a scientist. Jeez. <laughs> well, I read Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison, the comics uh, writer, said the other day is that Children are able to uh, differentiate between fact and fiction much easier than adults. So whereas you're arguing about how something is depicted in a film, children will just go, well, it's just fiction, isn't it? That's true. Although some some kids, you know, kind of like go the other way and go, the whole world's going to end. So Full psychopath. Um. Okay, well, um, Jamie didn't enjoy the series. I absolutely enjoyed the series, and we weren't able to convince um, Stephen to watch it. So I think this episode is a dud and should go in the bin and should never air. I but think it's Marmite. I, don't... I think it's Marmite. <laughs> but I don't have control of this, and <laughs> and 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 um, I... some rumours about famous people 
and then we broadcast because you know we might get sued. As 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 my as my buddy Tommy Wiseau would say, you're tearing me apart, Stephen. Yeah, that's the reason I got that background. I just wanted to do that. Yeah, I, I thought it, I thought it was some um, Stephen Tyler. But, what you um, thought that that's who was behind me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve. You know what, Stephen? I this is the last episode we're doing together. You keep you keep antagonizing me for no reason. Didn't you say that last time as well? Yeah, a- we did. <laughs> but he keeps coming back. He keeps coming back oh, I think to you haunt us. Heaven. To haunt us. Okay. Um, actually, that brings us to the end of the episode, unless anyone's got some final thoughts. No. I, I, well, yeah. Okay. My final thought is support it if you want to support British actors who wouldn't otherwise get a look in. Well, just send them a fiver instead. If if you don't support this, then you're a traitor to the country. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Do what you want. I just recommend it. I just recommend it. I think it's a great film. I can't wait for series two. And a big shout out to Gareth Evans, you lovely, sweet Welsh treasure you. I can't what wait. What is it like Welsh people? I like Welsh people. See, you seem to think of them as magical somehow. <laughs> I, 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 I like them, especially when it comes to rugby. I think they've got a great rugby team. I think... That's um, because, like Cornwall, Wales, um, rugby is a working-class game in Wales, and it's a working-class game in Cornwall, whereas in England, it's a middle-class game. Yeah, it's, it's posh. But I think um, I think that they need to... Well, the Welsh Wales as a nation needs to stop following what England does and like should be more like Scotland, have more pride in itself. Uh, yeah, and just like just just try and like I don't know, put your big boy trousers on and stand up to England a bit. But um, yeah, yeah, and that's that's away from this episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay, so this brings us to the end of the episode. I want to say uh, thank you to uh, Stephen. Uh, no problem. <laughs> 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 Stephen's like no problem I, I, yeah. <laughs> I gave you nothing this episode but yes <laughs> you're welcome and uh, thank you to uh, Jamie oh, you're welcome it's thank good to be back yes absolutely and um, it's a thank you for me MKH um, you can find us on all reputable um, podcast broadcasting apps and websites we are always around and um, we're going to be around for a lot longer Um, this has been episode 114 of Geek Sweat and this has been your review sweat of Gangs of London we shall see you yeah when we see you Bye. bye